Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. Uh, This is another one of those wild podcasts where we are having a party in our informal podcast room. (laughs) Uh, We have Chelsea here, we have Chris here, and we have Allison here. So plenty of perspective on all these proverbs. It's going to be great. (laughs) The more the merrier. The more the merrier. Yes. I will say it's getting really hot in this room. (laughs) Uh, This room is actually horrible for podcasting. I don't know. Sometimes you guys might hear the printer. Sometimes you guys might hear like the the informal office parties that happen in the hallway. Sometimes there's some worshiping going on like in the wall. Yes, Daniel Seitz is often very easy for me to hear singing. (laughs) It's just like well, we have background music sometimes. Man, (laughs) that's today's episode of Behind the Podcast. Exactly right. So we are looking today at Proverbs 17 through, is, did we make 19, it to 19? 19. Yeah, to 19. So as we're reading over this, uh, what stands out, guys? I really want Chris to speak up because <laughs> we had a great discussion before we pressed record. <laughs> well, I guess that means I got to speak up. Yep, you're so, up. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, the things that jump out to me in this passage, I, you know, a few days ago, we said that it was wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Uh, this passage, I see just a lot of justice. Uh, there's talk about how we treat the poor, uh, the, the lazy are called out separate from the poor. We see things about not taking bribes, about not acquitting the guilty. So there's just a lot of justice here. And um, I think justice can often be, especially in our current climate, a, a loaded term. But when we go through the entire Bible like we're doing, the great thing about it is whatever the Bible says, we're going to read it at some point. So God, obviously, he talks about the poor. He talks about justice. And so the challenge for us is, are we going to allow God to shape our perspective on this more than any current political narratives or media narratives? Hmm. Uh, And I just, I see that God's got a heart for the poor. He wants um, them taken care of. Uh, There's there's one verse I marked to just, there's a blessing on caring for the poor. Uh, And then he also wants justice, that, uh, that those who are guilty should be convicted and those that are innocent need to be acquitted. And I think both of those are part of God's character, uh, and that's a part of God's character that we could do a better job reflecting in our our current climate, I think. So that's some of the stuff that jumps out at me, just minor topics of discussion, no controversy (laughs) there, Uh, but God wades into those things so we can learn from it. Yeah. Um, A while back, I don't remember the specific results of this, but I did a word study on the poor, orphans, and widows in the Bible, and man, the Bible talks a lot about Mm. those things and it's always in favor of helping those people. Um, God has a real, like you said, a real heart for people who are at a disadvantage. So a lot of times it's easy to kind of look at them and and try to figure out how did they get there or why did they get there? But the Bible doesn't do as much of that as just saying, love them, care for them, help them. Uh, And I think that's a challenge for us. Yeah. Um, Something that I learned when I was doing mission work in, I was in New Orleans for a few years. And something that I learned when I was there, um, helping a very impoverished population is not to assume what they're going to do with what we give them, whether that's our time, um, food, resources like money. I can't assume that they're going to do something with it. That's not my responsibility. And if they do, decide to spend that time or money in a way that's not wise or a way that I'd be like, why did you go and buy this? Like, (laughs) um, it's not my problem. That's not what I'm asked to do by the Lord. I'm asked to love my neighbor and they're my neighbor. 
fun fact. One time, <laughs> one time I was in New Orleans sitting at McDonald's, like eating my food in my car with my windows up. And this guy comes and asks me for money. So I put my window down and I gave him what I have, which was like $2. Um, and he was like, thank you, thank you. And then he walked away. And then he comes back <laughs> and he was like motioning for me to put my window down. So I put my window down and he hands me a bag of trash that was just like lots of ants in it. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. <laughs> so I don't know. Even to this day, I'm just like, did you not appreciate my $2? Or was this a thank you gift? Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm not called to judge what they're supposed to be doing with what I give them. It's a matter of my heart. Is my, am I having a heart to serve other people? That is a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> and I tossed that bag right out the window. <laughs> I was like, ants. <laughs> it is interesting, though, when we, we ask God often, or I do, say, hey, bring someone across our path that I can be a blessing to. So then when he does, why do I judge it? Hmm. It's like, hey, I'm... If, if, if I said, hey, Lord, I want to help someone this week, like bring them across my path. And then I go, oh, no, not them. Like, <laughs> not them. That's not who I wanted to help. That's, man, that's not the heart that he wants us to have. He repeatedly talks about how we need to be a blessing to those um, that are poor. And maybe that's not just poor financially, but maybe it's poor in knowledge. Maybe that's poor in understanding. Maybe that's poor in another way. But um, yeah, I love, I think what you said is true. Like, don't judge that, Allison. Like, if you've asked God to... Place someone in your in your path and do it. Hmm. Then do it. That's good. And I think even all of this goes into, you know, do we have this posture that we're willing to have our opinions changed or willing to learn things, willing to see a different perspective? You know, one of the verses that jumped out to me uh, was verse 15, that the intelligent people are always ready to learn. Um, I think that's a posture that I want to have. And whether it's, do I have a different can I have a different perspective on a social issue? Can I have a different perspective on something that maybe I, I don't understand that I can learn more about or even just learning in general? Uh, I think one of the greatest qualities we can have as Christians is to be teachable uh, because if we just hold that posture that there's always more to learn, uh, we will never you know exhaust what we can learn of God. So we should have that posture as Christians. We should be the ones most willing to learn from different perspectives, from different opinions. And to especially dive into scripture and see what scripture encourages us to see. Yeah. And sometimes we're so far outside of um, the circumstances of the people that we want to help that like the best thing we can do is listen to their story and try and understand mm -hmm. because there's just, there's just no way we'll ever, unless the Lord changes our lives because of where we are in America, there's no way we'll ever understand the pain or suffering or the poverty that they've been through, especially if you're in another country. Um, but to just listen to their stories and say, oh, like, it's just a very different life. And they're still made in the image of God. Yep. They still have inherent value. Um, it's important. I heard someone once say, like, we're, we're all made in the image of God. Some of us just don't know it yet. And, like, that's so true. Like, there's we're all made in God's image. Just mm. we, we may know it, but there's others that don't yet. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. All right, guys. Hopefully you got something to take away from this. Uh, I, I would challenge you, like, as you listen today or as you read for yourself, like, allow God's word to challenge the way that you see the world. Like, just allow yourself to question about how you see social issues or how you see uh, the way that you interact with different people and allow God's word to actually speak into your life and inform if the way you feel about those things is actually how God sees it. So we hope you're uh, getting something out of this. I know we are, and we are enjoying this journey with you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Proverbs 17, beginning in verse one, better a dry crust eaten in peace than a house filled with feasting and conflict. 
A wise servant will rule over the master's disgraceful son and will share the inheritance of the master's children. Fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. Wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Liars pay close attention to slander. Those who mock the poor insult their maker. Those who rejoice at the misfortune of others will be punished. Grandchildren are the crowning glory of the aged. Parents are the pride of their children. Eloquent words are not fitting for a fool, even less are lies fitting for a ruler. A bribe is like a lucky charm. Whoever gives one will prosper. Love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. A single rebuke does more for a person of understanding than a hundred lashes on the back of a fool. Evil people are eager for rebellion, but they'll be severely punished. It's safer to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than to confront a fool caught in foolishness. If you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house. Starting a quarrel is like opening a floodgate, so stop before a dispute breaks out. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, both are detestable to the Lord. It is senseless to pay and to educate a fool since he has no heart for learning. A friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in time of need. It's poor judgment to guarantee another person's debt or put up security for a friend. Anyone who loves to quarrel loves sin. Anyone who trusts in high walls invites disaster. The crooked heart will not prosper. The lying tongue tumbles into trouble. It's painful to be the parent of a fool. There is no joy for the father of a rebel. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. The wicked take bribes, secret bribes, to pervert the course of justice. Sensible people keep their eyes glued on wisdom, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. Foolish children bring grief to their father and bitterness to the one who gave them birth. It is wrong to punish the godly for being good or to flog leaders for being honest. A truly wise person uses few words. A person with understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. Unfriendly people care only about themselves. They lash out at common sense. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Doing wrong leads to disgrace, and scandalous behavior brings contempt. Wise words are like deep waters. Wisdom flows from the wise like a a bubbling brook. It is not right to acquit the guilty or deny justice to the innocent. Fools' words get them into constant quarrels. They are asking for a beating. The mouths of fools are their ruin. They trap themselves with their lips. Rumors are dainty morsels that sink deep into one's heart. A lazy person is as bad as someone who destroys things. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run to him and are safe. The rich think of their wealth as a strong defense. They imagine it to be a high wall of safety. Haughtiness goes before destruction. Humility precedes honor. Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. The human spirit can endure a sick body, but who can bear a crushed spirit? Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. Giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. The first to speak in court sounds right until the cross-examination begins. Flipping a coin can end arguments. It settles disputes between powerful opponents. An offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. Wise words satisfy like a good meal. The right words bring satisfaction. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. The man who finds a wife finds a treasure, and he receives favor from the Lord. The poor plead for mercy. The rich answer with insults. There are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and a fool. Enthusiasm without knowledge is no good. Haste makes mistakes. People ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then are angry at the Lord. Wealth makes many friends. Poverty drives them all away. 
A false witness will not go unpunished, nor will a liar escape. Many seek favors from a ruler. Everyone is the friend of a person who gives gifts. The relatives of the poor despise them. How much more will their friends avoid them? Though the poor plead with them, their friends are gone. To acquire wisdom is to love yourself. People who cherish understanding will prosper. A false witness will not go unpunished, and a liar will be destroyed. It isn't right for a fool to live in luxury or for a slave to rule over princes. Sensible people control their temper. They learn they earn respect by overlooking wrongs. The king's anger is like a lion's roar, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish child is a calamity to a father. A quarrelsome wife is annoying as constant dripping. Fathers can give their sons an inheritance of houses and wealth, but only the Lord can give an understanding wife. Lazy people sleep soundly, but idleness leaves them hungry. Keep the commandments and keep your life. Despising them leads to death. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and he will repay you. Discipline your children while there is hope, otherwise you will ruin their lives. Hot-tempered people must pay the penalty. If you rescue them once, you will have to do it again. Get all the advice and instruction you can so you will be wise for the rest of your life. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Loyalty makes a person attractive. It is better to be poor than dishonest. Fear of the Lord leads to life, bringing security and protection from harm. Lazy people take food in their hand, but don't even lift it to their mouth. If you punish a mocker, the simple-minded will learn a lesson. If you correct the wise, they will be all the wiser. Children who mistreat their father or chase away their mother are an embarrassment and a public disgrace. If you stop listening to instruction, my child, you will turn your back on knowledge. A corrupt witness makes a mockery of justice. The mouth of the wicked gulps down evil. Punishment is made for mockers, and the backs of fools are made to be beaten. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day. Ow. (laughs) Behind the podcast. Chelsea just hit her face on the microphone. Let's see. I think I need to take a break. (laughs) No, we're doing 10.